Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Positive Energy Fail podcast channel, where we talk about a variety of, <clears throat> excuse me, mental health awareness and wellness subjects. So today is the 14th episode in a series I like to call Mindset Leaders, Creating Our Best Self. And the series is all about connecting with leaders in various fields of mindset and or business, and often at times a little bit of both, and taking a peek behind the curtain to explore what makes them tick how they prepare for a big day of crushing their goals and being their best self, all while making a massive impact on the collective good around them. So we're here with our guest, Stephanie. Thank you so much for joining us today. How are you doing? Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm good. Today was a little bit of a slower start for me. So not every day is perfect, but um, I'm doing good, cold, but good. I think it's, yeah, it's always good to have awareness of what you just mentioned where, you know, we, even if we have our kind of usual way we like to kickstart the day, but you know, if it happens to be one of those days where it doesn't go exactly as we plan to be kind to ourselves, to still, you know, treat ourselves with love and try not beat ourselves up in that moment. Cause I know for myself in the past, that would be the kind of day where if I had like something I wanted to do and I didn't get around to it all day long I'd be inside my head just like just mm -hmm. ripping on myself and that's something where now you know I kind of I've found a way to grow past that you find that that was something that you know was a challenge for yourself at one point in time same I was so my day didn't go as I planned it the night before I had it all planned the morning in the past if the morning didn't go as planned yeah. I would be like forget this I'll just start tomorrow forget this day it's a write-off and I'd be so mad at myself and in my head the whole day but not do anything now I'm been working on it so if that happens because life happens and some morning shit happens like things happen throughout the day I just regroup whether it be like going for a walk or just like meditating again or just doing something to <laughs> refocus and like just get back to it like don't just write the day off just continue where you left off and like you said give yourself some kindness it's okay just keep it moving don't just throw it out the window so yeah, I love it yeah, yeah. that's definitely a good perspective to have and something that's helping you as well so you know I love to kind of start by exploring a bit about what I mentioned in the introduction so I've, all, I've found that you know, many different mindset and business leaders and doing, you know, in different aspects of wellness who are doing great things in their life, they often have, you know, daily routines that kind of help set up their day in a way that serves them well. So, you know, for myself, that involves a variety of self-care, personal development. So for you on a, on a normal day, you know, what is the kind of routine that you like to utilize each day to bring up the best in yourself? So... For me, I never, ever in my entire life had a morning routine or any routine, pretty much. Besides when I got into my fitness journey about 10 years ago, my only routine was, okay, I have to go to the gym because I was competing. So that was my only constant. And like every morning, whether it be 5.45 before work or whatever it was, that was the only thing, the gym. That was my only routine. But come 2020... Uh, in August, I read The Miracle Morning for the first time and decided to do a month, the month of August, to try for 30 days to do a morning routine. Exactly what they said in the savers. 
So I started that and was hooked and it changed my life for the better. So since August, uh, my day starts at around 5, 5.30 a.m. And I spend an hour to an hour and a half on just doing those things. So for me, it's reading a chapter of a personal development book. It's meditating for 10 minutes. Uh, it's affirmations and visualization. It's 10 to 20 minutes of exercise, not counting my workout. It's usually Pilates or um, yoga, just to kind of get the body moving. And then it's journaling. So which I've never done either. And that that's still been a struggle for me. Uh, I now incorporated gratitude. So now I write one thing I'm grateful for because I was getting in my head and I'm not where I should be or I'm not progressing as I should be. So I'm like, no, I have to focus on what I'm grateful for. So I've included that now into my morning routine, but that's me. And I'm finished by about 7.30. And then my day starts around 8.30. Yeah, I find, I find for myself that's very similar to where I like to kind of get that kickstart to the day. And I found that for me, it was kind of the difference between spending that first few hours investing time and energy into myself or otherwise I'm spending the, the next, the first two hours kind of like, ah, what's going exactly. on? Like I'm half asleep. My eyes are droopy. I'm, you know, I'm falling asleep. <laughs> if I, if I, if I was to sit down on the couch, I'd be out cold if, you know, if it was half an hour into the day. So yeah, I, I found you. that for myself, it really helps so much to kind of set that intent in the morning and to get my energy going and to just fuel myself in so many different ways to help set myself up well so that when the rest of the day came along, I was able to take it on with grace, no matter what I experienced. Because I yeah. found that that's also kind of where the, the follow through would come for me. Like if I didn't have my morning routine and Maybe I was just tired all morning and then I'd be more likely to be grumpy later on in the day yeah. with my kids and things like that, just because it's like, I've been tired since the moment I woke up and I never really got that kind of spark, you know, to kind of kickstart the positive totally. thing or anything like that. Yeah. And like, it sucks. Cause especially in winter and where we're located, it's cold, it's dark. The last thing you want to do is jump out of bed at that time. And it's not easy. Every morning I struggle. Cause I'm like, it's pitch black. I don't want to get up, but I position my phone in another room. So my alarm, so I have to go get it. Cause you don't want to hear that noise. It's annoying yeah, and yeah. just get up. Cause when I don't, when I skip it, like, like you said, the rest of the day is kind of like, I'm lost. Like it's all cloudy. I don't know. There's no like direction. There's no structure. So it's a work in progress, but yeah, morning routine is key to a successful and strong day for sure absolutely and so for myself learning about self-care it stemmed from experiencing challenges in my life and learning about how to overcome them so awareness of the things that had kept me stagnant also was what inspired me to and then in turn grow so did your experience bring a similar journey and if it did can you expand a bit about, about how some of your current self-care habits help you to overcome challenges or help you to continue overcoming overcome challenges as they kind of come your way? Um, well, this is the first time I've been working for myself. Yeah. So 
it's up to me to make things happen. So I think by putting these morning routines and things into a structure and making a plan and mapping it out keeps me accountable because there's nobody else. Like literally I could sit on the couch all day and nobody would know, but I also won't progress in my business. So I think the morning routine has helped me just create structure and have the boundaries like from 8 30 9 a.m till 7 p.m is me and my business time there's no distractions nobody's pulling me out to go and do stuff or it's just setting those boundaries for myself i guess whereas in the past i didn't have boundaries somebody would call me up and it'd be like okay I'm coming to meet you or sure. Yeah, I'll do that for you. And now it's more no, like knowing when and time blocking things out and really just staying focused because it's really easy to get sidetracked and just go and do something else. So um, I don't know what things have you applied or I, like you be successful. I definitely resonate with a lot of things you mentioned. You know, I find that you know, being able to trust my intuition of what's going to serve my best self. Is it going out and doing this or kind of sticking to the routine that I set for myself that I know is going to serve me well for the day? I feel like that's been something that has been as well for me, you know, something to help me take a major step forward. And yeah, it's definitely something that I find, you know, I guess it's something where everyone's, everyone's routine is going to be a little different. And I feel like in a lot of ways, the routines we've each set up are, we, we set it up to kind of overpower or I guess empower the opposite of some of our challenges and some of the struggles we may have had at different points in our lives, whether it was comfort zones or pain points or living beliefs or, you know, it, I feel like it's always kind of, you know, inspired by something like that. So definitely been something that's been really playing a major part of my life as well. Yeah. So like limiting for me, it was perfectionism and um, being organized with my day. Like I said, I had no like structure implemented. So like, oh, my friend's calling. I'll be back. But like never finish a task. So it was a lot of unfinished stuff. And that was my challenge forever. So now it's like implementing like 20 minute like the pomodoro technique whether it be 20 minutes or 30 minutes whatever i designate but like i can't move from what i'm doing so it's setting those like rigid time blocking for me because i'm i get distracted really easily so even with like social media if i'm searching for something like work related you get sidetracked and start scrolling and just stalking people on instagram so it's just knowing to check myself now and catching those things before it's like hours later and I didn't accomplish anything. Or even with my perfectionism, trying to make everything look perfect or I can't implement that until I mastered it. So I have to watch every YouTube video on it. So now it's just taking action. So it's a lot of me just checking myself because for my whole life. So I'm trying to break these habits and create new ones. So it's a lot of Every day, it's just a lot of trial and error, I guess. Yeah, and I think, I guess you said this, the self-accountability is so key because at the end of the day, as you mentioned a few moments or a few minutes ago, you know, like 
we could, no one's going to know but ourselves. If, if we are working for ourselves, we're working from home. We have, we could be telling our other people we're doing all these different things, but right. we're sitting on the couch watching movies all day, eating ice cream. And the only one that's going to know is us. And the only one that's going to feel like the, you know, the aftermath and how it hits our emotions or our psyche or how we wait, the way we look at ourselves is ourselves. So I feel like, I mean, at the end of the day, you like, we're doing it for ourselves. And, you know, that's the kind of thing that I think powers me through in that kind of situation. But, you know, I've often found from my experience that as I move along my path of creating my best self, you know, that I'm making tweaks here and there. And as I become aware of different limiting beliefs or pain points or comfort zones, you know, I find that with like a winner learn mentality that I can continue to find new ways to adapt or add to what I currently do so that I can continue to keep moving forward and keep growing. So in terms of, you know, a perspective on the growth of mindset routines, do you find yourself often doing similar where you adapt as you go and just add things in here and there as you're learning and, you know, finding out about new things that will serve you well? Or do you find that you at times find something that really helps you, you kind of lock it in and just stick with that for you know, a, a number of years, knowing that it's going to help you? Yeah, so since my morning routine and having a routine is super new to me, it's not even a year old, it's still a challenge. So now just noticing the things that I struggle with in the morning routine, like what do I get most excited about? Okay, reading. So now I'm trying to put the harder things, things that I leave to the end and then sometimes maybe don't end up doing because I'm like, like the journaling, I leave it last because it's new to me and it's a struggle for me to dig deep and think about what to write. And I do have journal prompts to help me. So it gets me started, but now just acknowledging the things that I'm trying to ignore because they're challenging and putting those as a priority. So making them go first, or like you said, moving things around, like maybe my morning routine takes longer, but I know I want to get journaling in because it's super productive for the rest of the day. And just getting my mind right and like mentally it helps so much just dumping whatever's in my mind in the morning and then pushing maybe something that I love to do in the evening because I know I'll do it so putting it as part of the evening routine so which I've been doing now with my Pilates I've been pushing it to the evening because I do go to the gym in the morning um, after my morning routine so it's just like you said trial and error and seeing what fits and the things that do challenge me and I like stress about making it a priority to get those done first. So. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely feel like for myself, it's very similar in that, you know, the, the different self-care things I'm doing, they themselves are evolving and changing as I learn how to maybe do something better or how to add to what I'm doing. But as well, I find that, you know, there's times where maybe I'm, the trial and error is a perfect way to describe it where, you know, maybe a, there's, you know, I, we, we had talked about it just before starting this conversation, you know, about the idea of cold showers and yeah. um, you know, it was something I used to do early in the morning just to kind of get myself sparked for the day, kind of kickstart the energy. But now I find that for myself, it's something I end up doing more in like a three, 4 PM kind of part of the day, because I found that 
that was the time that I was, I was just starting to get tired. That was always when I was reaching for the coffee, reaching for, you know, some sort of energy boost in some right. way, whether it was the coffee or some tunes and dancing around and trying to spark it up that way. So I figured, you know, okay, well, how can I take some of my self-care that I'm already doing, and maybe rearrange my day a little bit so that yeah. it's a bit more conducive to helping me grow. And so that was where I, you know, I started doing yeah. a little shower in the afternoon and it really helped there. So I feel like there's so much power to, you know, trust our intuition and listen to our body and listen to our mind and that, and just kind of flow with what makes sense. Knowing we, it's like, we have a toolbox with all these different things that work well, and we can really choose whatever one at any point in the day feel just intuitively kind of trusting ourselves. Yeah, but it's about like still getting them done. It's like giving us that kindness and that flexibility where it works with our schedule, but at the same time, not pushing it off to like another day or just not doing it. So that's what I tell a lot of my clients too, the flexibility aspect. Like you hate working out in the morning. Okay, what time works for you? Let's do it to when, like it's not fixed. And that's what's stressing me out about people. They think it's like one way or another. It's There's not one size fits all. It's finding what works for you and then just sticking with it and being consistent with it. And like your afternoon showers, I do the same thing with my it walks, going out for just fresh air, being outside, moving my body in the middle of the day, breaks up my day and just makes me come back, like re-energized and ready like it was the morning. Because yeah, we hit a, around three o'clock is when I'm like, oh God, I still have so many more hours of work to do. I need like a pick me up something. So I throw on a podcast, go out for like a 10, 20 minute walk and I'm like, come back a new person. So it's finding what works and until we try, we won't know. So I love that. Absolutely. And I feel like that's something that I've noticed a couple, you know, lately when connecting with different people that it seems to be a common theme is that, you know, I guess more than anything, especially both of us living in Canada and North American types culture and society. I mean, I imagine it's very similar around the world, but I know since, you know, growing up here, this is where I'm knowledgeable about, you know, it's really the lifestyle is you work throughout the day, you do that kind of stuff in the afternoon. And then the evening, it's like the seven, 6 PM onwards. That's kind of when is designated family rest, you right. know, do nothing time. I feel like on a societal kind of look and more and more, I've connected with people that are finding the benefit of taking like that middle of the day break, almost kind of like a siesta style mm-hmm. outlook, you know, from yeah. like some South American culture rather than waiting till the evening doing like part one A and one B and having that nice little hour, hour and a half, you know, whatever it is. And so it's very intriguing. I'm curious to see if that's something that spreads out, you know, as, as more and more people kind of catch on the, the benefit yeah. they can get from that. I feel like the workplaces should do that a lot more too, like corporate settings. And because, I mean, when I was working, I didn't even, I skipped lunch break. It's like you work at your desk, you eat at your desk. So I think the whole world might shift, especially with what's been going on the past year, just giving right. those, you need those mental cleanse breaks, regardless of what it is. If it's going to work out, if it's going for a walk, if it's taking a cold shower, whatever it is for you, or actually just sitting and enjoying your food and not having to do anything else. It's like, I feel like that's the way the world is going. Absolutely. Absolutely. I hope it gets there. Yeah. Well, we have a little bit of feedback, but that's okay. 
So, you know, having had the chance to hear a bit about yourself and, you know, some of the things that you do day to day to succeed, I'm sure the people listening along or watching along would love to know about how we can connect with you and the impact, impact you're making with some of the work you're doing. So can you expand a bit for us on the kind of work that you do and as well where we can find or connect with you and have a conversation? Sure. So I am a health and wellness coach. I focus on mindset first and foremost, uh, fitness and nutrition, because you can't have one without the others. And so I focus on that. I'm an online coach. You can find me on Instagram at Steph D Fit and also on my website at stephaniedimatteo.com. Um, but basically Instagram is my go-to where I connect and just pretty much share everything, mind, body, nutrition, and yeah, how you can create healthy habits that are sustainable for life. I don't believe in yo-yo dieting or one size fits all or restricting and deprivation. It's about finding balance and creating healthy habits. Like we have our morning routine. It's about creating those things in your life and making it easier for you, not more stressful to have to work out or eat healthy. It should be like brushing your teeth. So that's what I do. And that's where you can find me. Awesome. And, and definitely everyone check it out. I'm sure you'll gain lots of value from connecting with Stephanie. So the final question that I love to ask all the guests that come on the show is this, you know, what is the best piece of guidance you've been given that you like to pass on to others who are also in the process of creating your best self, of creating their best self rather? I think it's about loving yourself through all the stages and acknowledging where you're at and where you're going. Too many times I feel like we're looking at the destination, especially in the fitness world. They wanna be a size zero, for example. And it's about, even if you're a size zero, you're not gonna love yourself anymore if you don't already love yourself. So that's why I focus so much on mindset and really throughout the stages, throughout this journey to getting to your goal weight or whatever it is, it's just learning about self-love and self-care and getting that mind right and loving who you are as a person despite your physical outside so i think that's my biggest thing and i stress that so much with my clients like post those affirmations up tell yourself that you're badass that you're beautiful that your body is a temple every day even if you're overweight and you don't feel so good internally like let's get that mind strong and like love ourselves along the way don't wait for a physical or material thing to try to make you happy because happiness comes from within and expressing that gratitude daily as you're investing in yourself like that's huge you should own it and be proud and love yourself along the way so that is my biggest thing that I can't stress enough because I was that person too I wanted to be when I first started doing competition, I'm like, I want to be this bikini body, but it was so tunnel vision to just get there. I was doing a lot of unhealthy things and it's about creating the healthy habits to get there. So it's a fun journey. You're not just torturing yourself to get a look and then are you really happy? So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. I, I feel like that's something I can really connect to 
And I feel like it's probably something that many people, whether female or male, if it's something I think, especially if, you know, when it comes to like a fitness thing, you know, it's always about, you know, what size are we trying to get to? What right. weight are we lifting? You know, how many reps are, how many, how, you know, what is the new personal best that we're setting? And I feel like, you know, that's where, like, as you said, if, if we're getting caught up in just the results of what we're achieving and, and sure it is nice to, it's good to have those goals and the aspirations and the yeah. things that we're working for. But I feel like it, when we get caught up in just the results that you said, we lose the, the, the fulfillment and the joy of that experience. And it's like, we're just kind of climbing to the mountaintop only to get there and see the next higher mountaintop and go, ah, fuck. And well, I guess I got all the progress along the way. Like you showing up every morning, you, Absolutely. like having that discipline, all the little things that get you there. And that's what builds your resiliency and character and just everything else. Because when you get to the top, there's always going to be somebody bigger, stronger, more fit, especially mm -hmm. with social media's fake life. <laughs> yeah, can't. Um, can't. There's always going to be somebody. So you're going to get there and be like not fulfilled because you didn't acknowledge all the work you just put in to get you there. You're just looking at that end goal. So I think it's really acknowledging all the little, little steps that take you to that Absolutely. destination. Absolutely. Yeah, it's definitely something where like, I know for myself, it, it, it definitely started. I feel like, I guess many of us maybe start from that point. We kind of, the journey of fitness in health and you know wellness and different kinds of health and personal you know development I feel like it kind of at times starts from that place of we're coming from fear like we're trying to create something that we feel like we didn't have before but then you know as we transition to doing it for the love for ourselves rather than doing it for running away from some sort of fear or some sort of pain then I realized that like as that as that transition started happening internally then I realized I no longer cared what weight I was doing or what you know, what goal I was, like, I still had, you know, my goal was still, okay, I'd like to put on 10 pounds of muscle. I'd like, you know, I'd like to achieve this strength or whatever. But for me now, the enjoyment is just like in the actual doing of it. I find that that's where the joy comes is I'm, you know, just the, that, you know, I'm sure you're quite familiar with the, like the adrenaline rush, just how pumped up you feel when you're done a nice workout. And, you know, you're just like, you're sweating, you're tired, but like, you just feel so good it's like that exhilarating kind of feeling and i feel like i chase that feeling more than anything else mm -hmm. you know the, the the joy of that moment rather yeah. than anything else that kind of comes naturally with it yeah and that's why mindset is so important it's like i ask my clients when they're like i want to lose 100 pounds or whatever it is it's like finding out their why like why is it and it's usually a fear of something else so in, unless you check that you could eat super healthy you can work out like a beast, but you're not going to, one, sustain it for long term, and two, you're not going to be satisfied when you do get there. So it's about really just, and myself too, I was there, I've been there. So now it's like, just breathe, because like 2020, I couldn't even lift weights. So it was like, do I get in my head that I'm now like losing all my muscle and gains and beat myself up? Or do I adapt and adjust and love my body and just try to be healthy? Because 
being healthy is most most important, especially last year. Like we need to just be healthy, not a physical thing, not a strength thing. So it's about just looking at those little things and the whys and really honing in on that. Absolutely. Love it. So thank you, Stephanie, for joining us today. And thank you, everyone who's listening or tuning in wherever you are. If you want to get in touch with either one of us, you can reach out at our various social medias. Um, Stephanie had mentioned Instagram is where you know you, her primary source of contact would be. And if you'd like to get in touch with Positive Energy Phil, you can find me on Instagram as well, Facebook, LinkedIn, and as well, you can find us on all your favorite podcast platforms. So thank you all for joining today. I'm grateful for you all. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Keep sharing that love any way you know how. Positive Energy Phil and Stephanie signing up for now. Peace out, my friends. We will see you later. Thank, Thank you for joining you. us.